You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Nexen Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the only tire the Jeep Talk Show runs, the Nexen Tire Rodian MTX, at NexenTireUSA.com. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Wimby. There will be body damage. Jock. I like making people laugh. That's, that's good for my soul. Jock. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. Oh, hidey ho, people. We're back. And actually, we're back on Facebook Live. So if uh, if you uh, don't follow the Jeep Talk Show on uh, Facebook, you should. You can see this video and uh, see why we have a, a face for radio. Uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> it's a, such a such a common thing to say. Um, so uh, Josh and I are here tonight. Uh, Chuck is off doing something, and Wendy is still uh, on her motorcycle trip, which we'll be hearing from her a little bit here in, in a little bit. So uh, always fun to be here with you guys. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never do anything but Jeeps. This show is for you. Chuck, Wendy, Josh, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about... Well, it's just you and I tonight. Sausage. Talk about ourselves. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, you made it, Jeepers. It's the end of the week. Happy Friday. I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I'll be covering the details surrounding a tragic accident off Imogene Pass in Colorado. I've also got details of how Jeep is celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Grand Cherokee. Later in the show, I've got a little something-something for all you Jeepers with a soft top out there. I'm Tony, and it's time for the second oil change on my 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator free oil change that they're trying to charge me $97 for. Disposal fee and there's, uh, <laughs> there's shop supplies. We got rags, you know. And <laughs> Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. The show just happened, is happening, is going on. It's, it's a thing, and it marks a special anniversary for Jeep. 30 years ago, at this very same show, Jeep introduced to the world the very first Grand Cherokee by driving it up the stairs of the Detroit Convention Center, then crashing through the front windows. Talk about an entrance. Now, you won't see anything like that likely ever again from Jeep, and, well, that primarily is because of Jeep is now owned by the French. And as we all know, the French are scared of everything. <laughs> they, would, they would back through the, the glass. Oh, jeez. <laughs> This year's auto show represents the 30th anniversary of the Jeep Grand Cherokee, and in true fashion, they just couldn't wait to unveil their latest special editions. I've seriously lost count of the number of special editions Jeep has released in the last 75 years, but it's a staggering amount, I'm sure. Yesterday, as we record this, the uh, Jeep uh, rather revealed the Grand Cherokee 30th anniversary and Wrangler Willys 4XE models. They're part of a plan to push to increase brainwash, I mean consumer adoption rather, (laughs) of its electrified technologies amid increasing stringent fuel economy and emissions regulations. Just just Jeep just last week rather shared plans to introduce four all-electric models by 2025, despite not having the charging infrastructure to support them, and states like California telling consumers not to charge their electric vehicles. But go on with your bad self, Jeep. Kowtow to the greenie weenies and let's see how this all plays out. Jeep is trying to do what is called future-proofing the brand, making it so no matter which direction things go, Jeep will have a platform from which to launch from, even if that's in a completely new and insanely bad direction. Orders for the 30th anniversary Grand Cherokee will open later this year for a limited time at the manufacturer's suggested retail price of $4,700 for the package. 
with deliveries expected in early 2023. How much the actual vehicle will cost you, however, is still unknown, as Jeep hasn't released the pricing structure yet for the 2023 models. As the automaker is likely just waiting to see how much they can inflate the price relative to the state of inflation in the rest of the economy. Okay, now let's circle back to this regurgitation of another name badge, because I'll be damned if I want to skip over raging, raging about that. Now, I didn't much care for Jeep slapping willies on the spender of some JKs a number of years back when they introduced it as a trim package. The Willys Wheeler package, as they called it, was introduced in 2017, I think it was, as a roughly $6,400 add-on that consisted of knobby off-road tires, high-gloss black wheels and grille, and Jeep's track lock differential rear axle, some rock rails, performance suspension, tinted windows, Willys hood decals, LED headlights, and an Alpine 9-speaker surround sound system with all-weather subwoofer. Exactly what part of that, outside of maybe the tires, screams to you, Willys. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think of a Willys Jeep, I think bare bones, stripped down, utilitarian, no frills, war Jeep. I'm sorry, but tinted windows and glossy wheels doesn't come across as something that would be found on a wartime Jeep. Yet here we are, again, this time with Jeep slapping the Willys name on a 4XE Wrangler. Ah, oh, jeez, man, it hurts. It really, it hurts. One with a 2.0-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine and a 400-volt, 17-kilowatt-hour battery. Jeep is, however, at least acknowledging some of the off-road prowess of the Willys Jeep from the 40s era by giving this latest version, I guess we'll call it, a set of Dana 44 axles, mud terrain tires, of course, but it will only, however, have a 272-to-1 select track full-time four-wheel drive system. That's right, I said full-time four-wheel drive. One option that you do have control over, though, on this Jeep is whether or not to include the super fabulous Thun and Screen package with class-exclusive Sky One-Touch Power Top and Uconnect 8.4-inch touchscreen, which is only optional on the Willys 4XE. Clearly, this Wrangler does not do the military origins of the Willys much justice at all, but there it is. Well, I don't know. What are you going to do? Uh, you got marketing, and marketing says this is what's going to make us money, boss. I guess I, you know, the impact panels. I, you know, the the, uh, the, the you know the interviews they do with people to be like, hey, you know, what what uh, how does this spark with you? You know, does this fall flat? What are you interested in? You know, these survey groups and stuff like that. And it's like, who are they picking? Who is choosing this sort of stuff? I don't I don't know, but yeah. Well, you know, we kind of have a, a newbie audience, uh, people that are new to Jeeps and uh, learning about uh, what's going on uh, here with the Jeep. And uh, Jeep is looking for those new customers, too. So what do they have to do? They can either uh, appeal to the 5% that actually know about Jeeps in depth and take them off road <laughs> or, or target 95%. So I, I guess I can kind of understand why they're doing this. It is still upsetting, uh, especially once you become uh, not a newbie Jeeper and start learning about the, the Jeep heritage. Uh, which I know the people at Jeep, uh, the critical people at Jeep, are, are very much into the Jeep heritage. And one of the reasons why the Wrangler and the Gladiator are still the, the rugged Jeep that has, was built back in the 40s. So you know, I, I imagine it's internally, uh, it just tears them as well. I, I would imagine so. At least it, it, some of the, uh, the true red-blooded Jeepers over there um, in, in, at that level. But, you know, I, I would think that, you know, for something like this, I mean, the name that started it all, for F's sake, right. that you, would, you would sort of guard that. That is your ace in the hole. And if we're going to do anything with that, 
it's going to be an absolute homage to what that was, what it is. And so I would have liked to have seen you get this Jeep. It does not come with a top. You cannot order it with a top. It will come in olive drab green, and that is the only color that it will come in. You can have any color you want as long as it's olive drab green. <laughs> and, 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 you know, there, there's pretty much no options on it. You know, uh, you'll be lucky if you get doors. How about that? You know, it is stripped oh, down. Oh, like the it original is, Willys. It is, a, it is a, exactly. <laughs> it is a modern day version of what the Willys was. Not what we think Willys should be, but a modern version of what it was. And I guarantee you they, they, those, those units would have sold. Will it sell as much as, you know, any other trim level? I don't know. But if you're going to call something, a th- uh, if you're going to call a Jeep a Willys, it better goddamn well look like a Willys. You know, and, and be of that sort of heritage. This is not that. And I think it does a massive disservice to the origins uh, of Jeep. So, Josh, you're going to like this. And I, I probably shouldn't talk about oh, this. Oh, is Jim because... Morrison in the audience right now? And he's, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's disconnected. He's tearing up that check no, as no, we he's, speak. No, he's <laughs> disconnected. Uh, <laughs> so, I had a uh, the first interview that we've done in quite a long time. Uh, Andrew, I spoke with uh, with him uh, on uh, Wednesday. Uh, Wait, is and, this Andrew and, that I know and have met at the uh, at the couple of uh, Jeep talk show events down at Hidden Falls, Texas. Does he have a 2020 uh, JL that is outfitted like a Willys? No. So this is a different guy, and I think he's kind of up there in the Toledo area. I forgot. I was going to ask him, but I forgot about it. Oh, okay. So the reason why I say I should, probably shouldn't talk about this is because people are going to have to wait till December to hear this interview. Oh, for F's sake! <laughs> no, no, that's a little too long. So to this is that, this but. is a real good tease. Uh, but anyway, he he uh, he basically and he made his own top. You know that top that was. On some of the uh, the 1941s, like like a scrap of canvas with yes. a couple of bungee straps or something. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't find anybody that would build that for him. So what? he and his wife, with their uh, sewing brother sewing machine, came up with this, and it looks fantastic. I asked him. Oh, that's awesome. I asked him what number top that was. He says that's the first one. So uh, it's a Dude, it's, it's, knock it out of the park the first try. Well, there was some problem. There was some problems with it, but anyway, it looks really good. Uh, I told him I said it looks good. It's the twenty foot thing. It looks good if you're twenty feet away. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, it's the Sarge Green uh, two door JL, yeah. and yeah. Uh, he's got uh, the shovel and the axe on the side. He's got a nice. uh, oh yeah. I'll have to shoot you some pictures. And, you're gonna and, have to send me a picture. People, I, I, I'm already you. I'm already at half mass. It is so, re- yeah. <laughs> it is really cool looking, and I'm very very uh, interested in having that interview on for for you guys, uh, you the listener here coming up in uh, in a couple of months. In December. Oh, you'll Sorry, have to another two and a half months there, cheaper. Sorry. <laughs> Gosh dang it! <laughs> so just just to piss off the listeners further, it's, I'm gonna either, I'm gonna shoot you some pictures. With you. It's one way or the other with you, and these timely references. You're either two and a half months too early, or you're two and, have, and a half decades. I have too no late. concept of time. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was probably a hippie. <laughs> oh well, I've got to turn things somber just a little bit here, and and this is just tragic. I don't know if you heard about this one or not. I think that this headline or, or a, a copy, a version of the story passed through our Discord server this week, but nonetheless, I mean, just absolutely tragic. A, a gladiator being driven by a tour guide and his two passengers fell nearly 250 feet from a popular off-road trail, trail near Imogene Pass in Colorado, killing all three souls. Oh, no. 
The incident occurred Monday on Ure County Road, uh, or Country Road, or rather, 361, also known as Camp Bird Road, uh, en route from Yankee Boy Basin to Ure. The location is a short distance from the well-known off-roading destination Imogene Pass, from which one of the Jeep's passengers had reportedly snapped a photo uh, from before the crash. Colorado State Patrol says it responded to a report of a crash at roughly 12.30 p.m. and found a white Jeep hundreds of feet down a cliffside from the road. The truck was believed to have slipped over the side of the trail, free-falling for about 100 feet, then landing on its roof. The impact so severe, the Jeep maintained its momentum and rolled another further 140 feet down an embankment. The vehicle's driver was ejected during this stage of the crash, and his body was found near the banks of Canyon Creek. His passengers, a pair of Arizona tourists, were both found dead inside the vehicle. This incident reportedly marks the second fatal off-road crash on Ure County trails just this month. On September 5th, just 10 days prior to this incident, a man from Mesa, Arizona died when his ATV tipped over and rolled hundreds of feet down a trail, again near Imogene Pass, injuring his wife in the process. The region records a significant volume of off-roading incidents due to its popularity with the outdoor community, which visits the nearby town of Telluride and often drives the many trails in the region. The combination of tricky terrain and high traffic, however, has led the sheriff of San Miguel County to advise drivers to stay off the nearby Black Bear Pass if they lack the proper trail experience. So do you think government, I mean, you just kind of said it there with uh, the sheriff warning people, but do you think the government's ever going to step in and uh, say, no, you can't do this. No, you can't have a Jeep because they're just too damn dangerous. No, I don't think it's that. I mean, obviously, okay, here's the knee-jerk reaction, right? We close this road indefinitely, never to be used ever again. We obviously have to outlaw uh, uh, or ban the production uh, of gladiators at this point because that they just killed three people. Can't have that. You know, people, uh, obviously, these, these vehicles are dangerous. Can't do that. And for that matter, we might as well go ahead and illegalize and, and uh, make illegal, make a... Uh, uh, some insane amount of restrictions on off-roading altogether as just as a whole because clearly it's too dangerous and and we need to bubble wrap everybody <laughs> i mean we can knee-jerk at a knee-jerk reaction to this all day and twice on sunday and it's not going to get anybody anywhere and it's certainly not going to bring these three souls back to life but what i think needs to happen is like how a lot of trail systems operate especially if they're if they're in a treacherous area they, they have ic- extreme terrain, things like that, is you put an effing filter at the front of the trail. If you can't make it through this, you can't make it through the rest of the trail. And so you can try, and you're going to get stuck, and it's going to prevent you from getting any further. That's rule number one. You shouldn't be in uh, out in this area. You cannot you know pass this trail. Now, I understand that 90% of this area is pretty much just gravel road. There's not a lot of trail to it in, in, in that regard, in the sense that you're having to constantly navigate over obstacles and stuff like that. I understand that in, in some areas, uh, it's actually quite a smooth ride, even it being a, a, a packed gravel road and stuff like that. So, you know, to, to try and put a restriction on the type of vehicle that can go through there and base it on modifications and, and, and sort of uh, reinforce that with experience you know, that might be a little bit of a bridge too far. It might be too much. But what's the alternative here? We start, you know, we stop making Jeeps. We, we, st- we close all trails, you know, things like that. There has to be a, a bit of a happy medium here. I don't think one extreme or the other is, is going to be the way to go. But clearly, if there is a, an uptick in accidents happening in this area um, and they're fatal, 
it, it, it probably something needs to be done. What that exactly is going to look like and how it's going to how it's going to be rolled out, I, I don't know. But something probably should be done. You know, I was going to say that uh, I understand that the government wants people to stay alive because you can't vote if you're dead. But you know, then again, that still happens. So, uh, and 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 you know, the government also does things like, uh, well, let's ban the AR-15 uh, so we can stop these uh, these tragedies. <laughs> They sneak it into the bill. <laughs> it's like, what? What does that have to do with one one thing have to do with the other? So exactly. it, I just I just wish that we had. I, I wish we didn't have career politicians. I, and, and this is both sides. I mean, I, I don't want it all Republican, all conservative. I don't want it all uh, liberal Democrat. It it needs to be a representation of uh, of the of the people. And uh, the people like doing these things. They like doing things that are potentially dangerous. And uh, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people every year make it just fine. And these tragedies, thankfully, don't happen that often. And it's such a shame uh, seeing that, uh, that, that beautiful gladiator all messed up like that. It does look like the wheels and tires are okay, at least from, uh, from this angle. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not going on, there. You were waiting for the part out joke. That, that could be salvageable. I <laughs> yeah, suppose. I know. You thought I was going to go there, but no, I didn't think that was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that's not going to buff out for sure. No, uh, it's 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 a it's a darn shame. Um, but uh, but nonetheless, we'll we'll see if if this sparks any sort of action uh, by the local or state government. I I, I don't know. Um, you know, it's one of those things where you put yourself in harm's way. You sort of have to uh, accept the responsibilities of of the of what could happen. And and obviously, this is an example of of a worst case scenario of what could happen when you're when you're out wheeling, especially in an area like that. Uh, in in my area, I, I know Tony, it's 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 kind of Greek to you, but we have a lot of mountains up here, and and a lot of our trails sort of uh, look like that, where you know you you're traveling for for miles sometimes on a very narrow gravel road. With you know several hundred foot ravine uh, on one side of you, the roads are a little bit more wide, and in most places it's it's wide enough for two vehicles to pass each other without clipping mirrors. Um, but nonetheless, you know it's it's it, I recognize that, and I recognize the danger for what it is. Um, you know, if you're out of the area and you're you're wheeling in an area where where it's it's completely different terrain than what you're used to and what your uh, you know your hometown offers. Uh, you know, maybe take a second uh, and uh, and maybe get some more education, or or possibly even consider uh, you know altering your 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 trail or your trip a little bit to uh, to keep yourself out of harm's way if that's something that you're you're really concerned about. And be careful, damn it! Yeah, seriously, and always wheel with a buddy. I mean, these these people were were out there, uh, you know, as a group. Um, uh, this this there was two people being you know shuttled more or less by a uh, by a, a you know, somebody who was, uh, you know, giving them a, a tour, if you will, a tour guide. And, and well, you know, the worst happened. Uh, would anything have been different if they were in a group of 10 people? You know, probably not. Uh, you know, who knows? Um, this, this is all under investigation still, uh, and we may never find out exactly what caused that vehicle to go over the cliff. Who knows? Right. It's going to be difficult with uh, all parties involved uh, deceased. Indeed. Well, Jeeper, if you have a news tip response to any one of our stories, including this one, if this one uh, got you right in the feels and made you uh, want to maybe reach out and, uh, and uh, give us a comment about what you have to say about it, please do so. We love the interaction. Uh, always uh, uh, love hearing from our, uh, from our listeners. Be sure to let us know what you have to say, and you can do it by phone or by email, actually. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. It's the only link that you need to remember. Once there, you can find out all the different ways to reach out to us here at the show. 
And we do have new phone numbers, and yes, that is plural. So you, if you haven't visited uh, jeeptalkshow.com slash contact recently, maybe you still have the, uh, the old Jeep Talk Show number and speed dial. It's time to update it. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Hey, speaking of updates, we're constantly updating the content over at the 4x4 Radio Network. The Jeep Talk Show is there, the On the Trail podcast as well, Trail Chasers, the Center Steer podcast, the world-famous 4x4 podcast as well. Lots of great off-road shows. It's the only place on the internet where you can get this many great off-road shows all in one place and all for free. Head over to 4x4, that's 4x4radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right yeah no no pressure don't screw it up i'm not trying to win anything i'd love to win something i think i i got one at uh one i got one win at birth and since then i've just been just been fucking everything up but uh i'm happy i got babies <laughs> and oh my gosh I, to this show you guys crack me up so much it is absolutely wonderful listening to i think i think josh and chuck are like brothers separated at birth speaking of birth holy cow are they gonna hug each other or beat the shit out of each other i can't tell because i think there's some serious tension there and tony you just stand back and you just you just let it happen and you just you're like putting you you know how you're not clapping your hands Excellent. you clap with your fingertips connecting like oh yes this is good this is good yeah podcasting. <laughs> i love it and josh by the way um and this is richard again in sacramento my jeep wrangler jlu rubicon is back in the shop the christmas tree is lit up again oh man and uh yeah we'll see but uh fortunately my, my wife talked me into um buying the five thousand dollar when we signed the paperwork back in 2018 october uh five grand for a lifetime warranty bumper to bumper wow. so it's uh it's, it's paying off bye guys <laughs> wow Richard. so well so that's, he was he was laughing because he actually called in on the giveaway line. You know, I just mentioned we have oh, multiple numbers now. So yeah, he, and so he got the the introduction to the to the uh, right. That, and, and the no, last and thing that the, the voice yeah. the voice thing says is, "Don't screw it up. This don't is your only chance. Up. So don't screw it up." So <laughs> that's the reason why he was laughing like that. So, but it was such uh, a great voicemail. I had to bring it over to uh, you know the actual uh, the, the same area where the the voicemails uh, that uh, everybody else calls in on uh, call. Well, it's a good thing Tony was checking that, huh, Richard? <laughs> uh, uh, thank, thank, thanks for calling in, and and uh, yeah, that you're not the only one. There's been a couple few people that uh, that have uh, have uh, mentioned some similar things about Chuck and I, uh, and, and who knows? I mean, we're we're about the uh, about the right age. We definitely could be brothers. So, uh, <laughs> my mom always said I was part of an alien exchange uh, baby program. So, oh, that makes you feel good, doesn't it? Well, I was, you know, up until uh, I think I was eleven or twelve, I was told I came from a different planet. So, there you go. <laughs> And look at it, look at it paying off, you know, because you're not like everybody else. You're a, you're a podcaster, Josh. <laughs> they just, you, I'm, were just, I'm you were ahead just of like your time. Everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, to all of you who keep writing the show, no, we didn't fire <laughs> Wendy. Okay, she's taking time to try, taking some time off. She's going to be, uh, she's traveling across the U.S. from her home in California, all the way across the nation to Florida. Why would go to Florida? I don't know, but she's going there on her back. I mean. On the back of a motorcycle. 
She'll be back real soon. And in the meantime, be sure to check out her YouTube channel for great videos full of the best tips, tricks, and techniques. For every level of Jeeper, just look for Trails 411 and check it out. I wonder if Bill ever looks back and, she, and he just sees Wendy laying down, taking a nap on the, you know. This, <laughs> She's like, oh, crap, I left her back there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, wheelies. Turn around. It's like that last rest stop. Oh, crap. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Wendy. Just wanted to give you a shout out from the road. We are officially in Florida, um, just at 5,000 miles for this trip. Pretty Jeez. exciting, lots of great country, beautiful, beautiful scenery. And by the way, I have a comment for Chuck. Seriously, Chuck, you didn't tell me how flat Kansas was going to be. I mean, you could have <laughs> warned me. You could have given me some kind of a hint, Chuck. Come on, man. Anyway. Hey, just a reminder, if you guys want to do that Jeep Talk Show event in Southern California, we've got some great wheeling plans. Make sure you go over to episode 666 and sign up for that uh, limited space. But we're going to have some good fun, good wheeling, and hopefully great weather. All right. Talk to you guys soon. I'll update you when I can on the road. Take care. Bye. So I guess uh, giving her a hard time about that last trip she went on and never calling in after she said she would is, uh, is paying off because <laughs> we've gotten two updates from her so far. That's right. great. I'm glad uh, that she sounds like she's having a great time. I wonder if she's still having to do work-related things, though. Oh, good question. Yeah, I was wondering how, well, possibly because she's uh, working with us still, so that's uh, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe something. I, I, I just, I mean, it, you know, I know it's it's hard to be gone for that length of time because uh, it's, I think she's gone next episode uh, as well, uh, our, our yeah, next like, uh, like uh, Monday, Friday, row, Monday episode. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a longer trip for her than it has been in the past. It was like 12, 16 episodes, something like that, with no Wendy. Uh, that's, a, that's a bunch of content with, uh, with no voice that uh, people are, are used to hearing. Yeah, and they are great segments. Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. Now, Josh, I know you have a modern-day Jeep. Uh, did you get your Jeep on whenever the Jeep Wave program was in, in effect, where you know, basically they give you free stuff? They weren't offering that on Craigslist at the time. <laughs> of course, I'm teasing Josh, because uh, uh, much like him, I only had an XJ for the longest time, and uh, here for the last year, I've had my first uh, new Jeep in... Uh, Oh, uh, well, gosh, I guess it was uh, from like 97, 98, all up until the t- 2001. Yeah, so, math, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the whenever I got the Gladiator, uh, I was really happy that uh, South Fork Crosser Dodge Jeep Ram offered a 100,000-mile uh, bumper-to-bumper warranty, and the, wow. it was no extra charge. But the, the way they get you is... You have to have the oil change professionally. Now, I understand that to a degree because even though oil sure. changers are very easy to do, um, and you need to screw up if you somebody you know. that doesn't have a YouTube certification may not uh, be able to do it correctly. Uh, I, I think having oil changes done is is ridiculous. Um, but you know, it's nice to have that warranty, especially well, we just heard from a, a caller that's having all kinds of issues with this JL again. So. Uh, having that warranty uh, is going to be really nice. And, and also, too, one of the reasons why I use the Mopar 2-inch, uh, 2.5-inch, two, uh, two whatever it is, lift, so mm-hmm. I could maintain that warranty because it's a, a Mopar component. Uh, I would have rather had a, a higher lift, but then again, I would have to get bigger tires. And, oh, what's the, what's the Tim Allen thing, the noise that Tim Allen makes? <laughs> yes, I'd have to do all that and learn how to grunt on my own. 
So anyway, it's uh, the the nice thing though is uh, the Jeep itself recommends a ten thousand mile oil change, uh, but uh, South Fork full synthetic at that point. Uh, oh yeah, South Fork Crusher Dodge Jeep Ram said no no. Uh, we want you to do it every five thousand, which I thought was a lot more reasonable. I don't think you should go that 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 long a time between oil changes. Yeah, that seems to be a bit much. I mean, especially for something like a Jeep, and especially a Jeep that has a max tow package. You know, sort of built to do things. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and if so. you take it off road, you're going to ingest dust and things mm-hmm. into the system. Uh-huh. So it's going to get that oil dirty. So anyway, oh, I'm or, sorry. So let me just backing up slightly. Sure. Tony, you said second oil change. Yep, second oil change. You've had the thing for, what, a year yep. and a half now or something? Uh, I'm like a little that. over 10,000 miles now. Good gosh, man. I just, it yes. boggles my mind how yeah. little you drive. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, COVID. Um, so, a lot of uh, working remote at home. But anyway, um, so I, I went online. Uh, and oh, by the way, you remember Deadpool, right? Uh, Deadpool, oh, yeah, Deadpool Gambino. Gambino yeah. yeah. So he went to work over at Gilman uh, Chrysler Dodge Jeep right. Ram. And we had a whole episode dedicated dedicated to how much of a traitor he was. <laughs> well, he's back at South Fork Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, and uh, I thought, well, this is fine. I had tried Gilman, tried contact, contacting Gilman because he had recommended I just come over there, and it's a lot closer than going to the the other place. Hmm. And uh, I said I called over there and asked them about making a, an appointment. And they say no, no appointment. First come, first serve. So who the hell knows how long it's going to be? That I, I mean, uh, it, I mean, it, it's quicker to do your own damn oil change potentially. Then waiting in the lobby while you're sipping coffee and eating crumpets, uh, waiting for them to uh, uh, change your oil. So uh, I said, well, this is fine. Uh, Deadpool's back over at South Fork. I'll drive a little further. I mean, they did the oil change before. And it's so it's so critical to me when uh, somebody messes with my Jeep. A difference between a 20-minute drive and a 30-minute drive? Or, oh, I mean, what it, 45. Okay. Yeah, it's a good ways. Um, but uh, but anyway, and uh, I, uh, I I went online and started scheduling up my uh, my uh, uh, appointment, and I mm-hmm. put my VIN number in. So you know, obviously, they got to pick it up, look it up, and make sure what they're dealing with there, and, and understand that it's part of the Jeep wave. Nope. If I wanted the oil change, it was going to be ninety seven dollars. I could add in a tire rota- rotation for thirty dollars, and uh, there was something about a Henway in there. I didn't even click on that. I didn't want the yeah. uh, embarrassment. Wait a minute. <laughs> So, how does all that work? I'm assuming you made a phone call and went full Karen. Well, I did the next best thing. I got on chat and I said, hey, I'm, I'm, I don't understand. This is coming up, blah, blah, blah. Do you need my VIN number? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I believe it's the Jeep Wave program that you get three or four free oil changes. And uh, she basically said, uh, nope, that's, uh, that's the charge. And she goes, I oh, will check with our service department and have them contact you. That was a week and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, we stopped it. We stopped offering that program, and we don't even oh, recognize no, no, it. No, 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 no. This is a, a Jeep Way program. is from Jeep Corporate. Yeah, no, I know they have to honor it. Yes. So, so where are you at with this now? I I need to do something about it. Still uh, waiting. I'm, 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 waiting I'm currently <laughs> I'm currently bitching about it on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I am right currently. So, uh, well, is there a chance maybe you're just going to go back to Gilman and just show up and maybe just you know say, hey, here it is, and uh, this is what I got, and this is my understanding. Here's my paperwork. I guess I and- could. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't even have to provide any paperwork. It's all online. I mean, uh, that's the really cool thing. Well, here, here's what I'm getting at: is is they're like, I, 
just playing devil's advocate here mm-hmm. is they well you didn't sign up for the for the Jeepway program or you didn't uh, you know you didn't you know fill in this box or check this box or you know something there there's going to be some sort of an excuse as to why you don't qualify. Um, so there'll be, I can stir up enough like, shit. No, I, I do have it. Here it is. <laughs> I you can know. stir up enough shit where I should be able to get 12 free oil changes. I guarantee you. But the downside of this thing is, is that I'm going to have to be paying a hundred bucks to maintain that bumper to bumper warranty and the oil changes. Gosh, man. But again, yeah, there, there you have it. It, it is to maintain that warranty, which unto itself will Pay for itself and your oil changes the first time you need to do something major mechanical and within those hundred thousand miles. I just wonder if uh, a three ninety two swap would be part of the warranty. Uh, that would oh, be God. that would be cool. <laughs> I want to see you talk your way into that. <laughs> I would I would buy a ticket to see that. <laughs> did you Did you listen to the uh, the Tom Zielinski Jim Morrison interview where I asked him about the three ninety two and the Gladiator? Oh, I, I I I think I caught just the tail end of, of that conversation. Yeah, no, he's like, nah, it's not going to happen. I know. I like my job. I'm going to keep it. So that would be fun, though. No arm and uh, <laughs> Hey, we heard you talking about the three ninety two. If you don't mind your Gladiator being down for a month, we can make that happen for you. Well, Tony, with, uh, with, with something like the Jeep Wave program, a nationally recognized service program by Jeep official, mm-hmm. you know, by, you know, so, I mean, this is something that, I mean, that tens of thousands of our listeners out there are, are intimately familiar with. Right. I'm sure that somebody has had a similar experience, right? Somebody who has gone for their first, second oil change, whatever it may be, and the dealership says... Actually, your Jeep Wave is more like a middle finger, and we need a hundred dollars. And so, so if if you are out there and you start within the sound of my voice and have had a similar experience to Tony, please consider calling into the show at the very least, writing us and letting us know sort of a, a thirty thousand foot flyover, if you will, of, of of what happened to you and and how you got it resolved. Might uh, might help Tony in his situation. And really quick, uh, just in case you're curious, uh, jeep.com slash jeep-wave, it says, no additional cost, worry-free maintenance. Your first three oil changes and the tire rotations are covered during the first 36 months of ownership, and all service is completed by a specially trained Jeep brand technician. Oh, my God. I, I just remember that guy that killed a, uh, a technician. I don't know where you're going to. Don't go there. Specially trained uh, on Ridland uh, brand technician at any Jeep dealership. Plus, Jeep Wave is the only program with no mileage restrictions. Interesting. Interesting. So, the only restriction is 36 months. Uh, somebody's going to have to remind, uh, you know, whoever that gal was, their person uh, over at the dealership who uh, turned you down, uh, that they, they need to write, read the fine print. Mm-hmm. Although I'm sure there was an asterisk next to half of those words that you were saying, and, and there's, there's some fine print below the fine print that says, you know, uh, only at participating locations. Well, we'll see. I'll let you know. I bet you I get the oil changed within the next week or so. Yeah, I hope you. I hope you do. I mean, I don't know what happens when you because I'm past the nine thousand nine hundred and forty-seven miles that's on the little sticker. So I'm hoping that I, I still have the hundred thousand mile warranty. The good news though is, is that if I don't have the bumper to bumper warranty, I'll be doing my own damn oil changes. Yeah, saving some money and time. All right, I was just listening to Chuck and Josh whine about. <laughs> what's right or wrong but people don't hold um, that as an option of that a Florida people 
um, have access to marine switches for batteries where you can put one off or the other. Very convenient to use because if you don't use your Jeep every day or every week, you can just turn the batteries off so there's no draining on the battery while it's sitting. And then you just alternate each time you use uh, your Jeep or any other vehicle. And you just put it on A one time and then you switch it to B the next. Or, and then you turn it off when you store it. That's my solution. I haven't done it yet, but <laughs> got on, on every boat I've ever had and never had issues. Yeah, yeah but that means you got to set all the presets on your radio, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. So I, I've, I've got a buddy who who actually has this in his Jeep. So, um, you know, on the um, and TJs and XJs all have the same sort of center console, and they have that like half circular ashtray that is just below, or you know, just uh, uh, to the rear of the uh, of where the shifter console is. And uh, and he basically cut that whole section out and put one of these, you know, one two both off switches. Uh, in 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 right there, and it's got a lockout, so he can actually lock out his battery. So if somebody broke into his Jeep, uh, they couldn't get into the hood because that's locked. He's got his batteries locked out for that, that through that way. You'd have to have to have a special key to operate that switch. So nobody's going to be stealing his effing Jeep. Um, but but he's got this. So it's basically the same sort of thing as as uh, what I was what I was talking about in that segment, uh, where you know you basically are hooking up the uh, the batteries to parallel. And and sort of there's no isolation in between in between them except for in the case where you put this big chunky switch in there and these things are big and chunky it's a big huge dial a lot switch. of a lot of amps going through there has a lot to of be. three yeah three four inches in diameter bright red you know it's just hideous right um, but uh, but they do work and yes they do uh, they are able to to carry a fair amount of current however I. think think that a lot of them are fairly limited in the current. I think some of them are only go up to like 60 amps or maybe 100 amps or something like that. So if you have a high amperage system, you may want to check, double check the uh, the ratings of the switch that you're looking at uh, if that's the route that you're going to go because they're not all made the same. A cool voicemail. like that one. Thank oh, you. yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Love hearing from our listeners. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've listened to you guys for free for, I don't know, years now, and I figure I'd time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out, and, and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes, you know? Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on, because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you, why shouldn't you give back just a little bit well josh this is probably a good time to talk about this because it's about paying for the uh, paying for the, the the privilege i guess of listening to the show that uh not for free uh we've uh, started the campaign like paying for a proctology appointment you know it's, it's <laughs> you're gonna wince a little bit but it'll be worth it in the long run well it, it just really depends on how many fingers we use so keep that in mind paid subscribers only 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 have to deal with one finger at a time so uh yeah you know if you go there i want to take it up a notch anyway uh the, we are currently running ads on the show uh the uh, our our uh, the, the company that we published through uh sent yeah. us they had a beta program where we could uh, jump in on this and uh get a little, little income from ads that they add in to our episodes and you may say you may think to yourself what the hell is this that i am i listening to the right thing they're short ads and i'm sure you can skip them uh but it's a a pre and post ad and and this is our desire to make the show better 
uh, make our events better. And we've we've talked to you about this before. So we're exploring other avenues to try to uh, grow the show. And ultimately, you, the listener, are going to be the ones benefiting from it. I mean, I don't think that's a hard sell. I don't think that's a hard thing to no, understand. No, not at right? all. Because we've, for years, have said, you know, the only thing that is preventing the Jeep Talk Show from getting to places like the Easter Jeep Safari uh, you know, or the Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion or, you know, a, a big, uh, you know, Jeep Jamboree event or something like that is just a monetary investment. I think, I mean, both Tony and I, we have regular jobs. We got regular bills to pay. You know, this show uh, barely pays for itself. So, you know, we, we are constantly asking for help from our listeners and from our fans and stuff. And, and you guys are able to help us go to that next level, get us to these big events, get you that content from those events. You can't make it there yourself. Heck, we can't either. So let's get us all there as a family together through the show. And, and you can actually live vicariously through us as, as we get to some of these big events and bring you some of that face-to-face Jeep-only type of content that we know you're looking for. Yep, yep. So go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You know, it's the one we keep saying. It's where you can go to become a paid subscriber, where you can get the new phone numbers, where you can find our email address, everything. But go over there and become a paid subscriber. Oh, and also, too, you can buy some Rat Bastard toe tags. And this is kind of true to our nature. We're not we're not selling these things for like thirty dollars or something to make it a huge profit on it. No, uh, it, it was profit. it was calculated. <laughs> yeah, no, it was calculated so that just the 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 minimal amount of time, the the ink, the paper, uh, all that stuff, and the postage. The, that's what we're paying. That's what we're charging for. And it's like eight dollars for twenty uh, rat bastard uh, toe tags that you can uh, tag jeeps with, much like the the duck duck jeep thing, uh, but uh, more from uh, uh, the, the 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 jeep podcast with a bad attitude. <laughs> we call post office is probably making more money off the stamp than we're making money off of that purchase. Yeah, and I'm sure it's a little. We're making a little bit of it, but but we're talking cents. Uh, and not even 99 cents. So, because the idea was, how can we get these out there to you so that you can tag these Jeep? Because it's just so funny. And oh, we've got some great infectious agents out yes. there. They post up some videos. There's some how-tos out there as well. You're not alone. You're not going to be the only person. It's not going to be like you and Nikki G in a parking lot here, okay? it's There's going to be <laughs> other people out there all over the place. They're all sort of doing this thing. We're trying to create this movement. We're trying to, you know, beat the duck, as it were. Yeah, absolutely. Damn duck. Donnie, Josh, Chuck, Wendy. Hey, I just listened to this, and of course I have to call in because the word overlanding was used on the show. Thank you, Chuck, for bringing it up. In the debate between Chuck and Josh over whose balls are bigger, I'm going to answer that question. It's mine, of course. But regarding the batteries, I think there's a little miscommunication there. So it doesn't take two batteries running in tandem and pick which one to charge it charges your starter battery first when that hits the required voltage is being held then the switch closes and it begins charging your house battery that's the way the system works they get some of them get real fancy they make the decision on their own some of them have manual overrides which if you run your starter battery dead for some reason like with your dome lights or headlights you can close the system and use your house battery to start your vehicle. It's your own built-in jump pack as long as the house battery is charged. But it's real simple. That's the way it works. That's it. All right. I guess so. Uh, it just confused me when he said house battery. <laughs> 
that, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, you know we're going kind of into like RV and marine. Ah, uh, that makes sense. We're here, where yeah, you where the you've got a battery for the living quarters, the the rest of the boat, the rest of the RV. You know, the house and, on wheels. Yeah, there there it is, or or uh, with a hull. Speaking of which, you know, I heard a story. I think I was listening to the podcast today, and there was a mobile home uh, destroyed in California. Uh, the guy on the podcast thinks it must have been totaled because it was $250,000 in damage Damn. for a mobile home. <laughs> Wait, no. So, oh, mobile home. So like mobile a trailer, home, like, like trailer park, like double wide, single wide. Uh, you know, I don't like, think it was a double wide. <laughs> uh, $250,000. Now, did I mention it was California? So I think that's one. Oh, that's yeah. So it's, you know, it's in Malibu. If, yeah. I couldn't imagine having a $250,000 mobile home. Got to get that skirt on it. The HOA didn't like seeing the wheels. Good Lord. <laughs> it was manufactured <laughs> in 1973. <laughs> well, it's vintage. That's why. <laughs> Speaking of vintage. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. Now that Wendy, the lovely co-host, not my lovely wife, although my wife could be the lovely co-host, the co-host could be... Man, did I mess that one up. Anyhow, now that, now that Wendy's not there, we could talk some smack about her. <laughs> I've had a bunch of blonde jokes I've been dying to use, but afraid to. Oh, she's going to kill you. I was a blonde running around in her bedroom because she decided to catch up on her sleep. Yeah, I didn't say there were going to be good ones. I was thinking it was going to be French What is a common phrase that a blonde says to her partner after sex? I'll be home in 30 minutes. Or in my case, I'll be home in two minutes. Why do blondes like wearing green lipstick? Because they know that red means stop. That's enough blonde jokes. Let's go with some uh, California jokes now. How many Californians does it take to screw in a light bulb? Eleven. One to change it and ten to follow the trend. They say California people have teeth like pearls. Yeah, each one has a hole through it. And why does California have so many lawyers and New York has so much garbage? New York had first choice. <laughs> well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to ask you guys. I want to go see a psychic. Do I have to make an appointment or do they just know I'm going to show up? Exactly. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. I want a psychic oil change. <laughs> I'm thinking really hard about it. Oof. <laughs> there you go. Just show up and say, well, we're glad you, uh, glad you made it. We're ready for you, sir. There's no waiting. We knew you were going to be here. Red carpet. Red hey, guys, it's Bob again. Uh, and with the whole backlit everything that you guys were talking about on the show, I grew up in the 90s in rural South Dakota. We were sticking marker lights and truck accent lights everywhere on everything. We had backlit grills. We had lit up wheel wells. Guys had rigged their lights to reflect back or forward so their craggers would flash as they drove. <laughs> Backlighting, all that, that's nothing new. That, we were doing that 25 years ago. Hell, I know kids who got in trouble because they screwed up the wiring on their dad's pickup oh, doing it. No. All right, good show. Talk to you guys later. Oh man, that would be. They're talking about that uh, the this news story you did last week about the uh, accent lights on the grill 
of, yeah. of the I guess that was an EV that they they're doing that on. Yeah. Because they've yeah, got it, too much electricity to uh, store it in the batteries. I got to figure out a way to get rid of some of it. <laughs> you know, I I, uh, I I think Bob and I are right about the same age, give or take. You know, I grew up in the '90s and and stuff as well. But uh, you know, back in the in the late '90s, I was well, I had already spent years uh, messing around with uh, low voltage and stuff like that. But yeah, I was uh, I was using old school, uh, barely still working uh, car uh, audio amplifiers. And, and they put out DC power through their output. And you, you provide them a signal, you provide them with power, and instead of hooking up speakers to the output, you hook up lighting. Oh, okay. And if, and if, you, if, you, um, use, if you use lights and you, you can set up a, a crossover network so that you can have certain lights come on to certain frequencies of, of the music. And so I had this, uh, at one point in time, it was like a 1983, 84, 86, somewhere around there. It was a mid-80s, late 80s uh, Chevy Spectrum. Just a POS of a car. Uh, Geo made a car very similar to it. And I forgot, I mean, that might have even been called a Spectrum as well. Anyways, a subcompact little uh, sedan. And, and just a little POS car. Uh, got great gas mileage, but again, an auction car. I got it for like 300 bucks or something like that. And, uh, and, I, and so I, I hooked up a system into it because, you know, that's what you do <laughs> with the $300 cars. You put a $1,000 radio system yep, into it. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> and so I had all these lights hooked up. And, and believe me, I had lights everywhere, under the seats and in the dash, behind the dash, under the dash, you know, in the doors, all this place. And so I could flick all these different switches to uh, operate these different amplifiers to turn them on and to turn different aspects of this light show on and off in this piece of crap car that I had. That, that, I hated that car at the end. It gave me so much troubles, but but yeah, Bob, well, good, time. Well, good time. Was it electrical issues that you had problems with? Actually, it was. <laughs> it, was it, it was ignition related. Uh, I'd be driving down the road and the thing would just die. Just uh, completely cut out. Yeah. And like, like somebody had just taken the ignition and thrown it out the window. And there you go. You're, you're not restarting. Well, here. 300 bucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if it ran driving no. away, that's, uh, I, that's I, all I you think get. I got six, eight months out of it. I don't know. Maybe a year, if that. That's yeah. not bad. I mean, I know I know $300 uh, was a lot, for at least especially for a youngster back then. But still, that's uh, that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good amount of time. Oh, yeah. Those are expendable cars. You're listening to Jeep Talk Show. Jeep Podcast. At my mom's house. Hey, coming up on our next interview episode, oh, and if you haven't listened to it yet, make sure that you catch the uh, Yankum Ropes interview with, uh, with Alan. It was a really good, fun interview, and uh, as, uh, as you would expect, uh, the Jeep Talk Show, me, uh, made several million-dollar ideas suggesting uh, things to, to Alan uh, there at YankumRopes.com. Not all as well-received as I thought they were going to be. <laughs> well, he did like the idea of a Yankum Rope uh, hat. Uh, he thought it would be more of a Yankum Rope helmet, but still, he liked the idea. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw something interesting, completely unrelated, but uh, uh, but in line with what you just said. It was a an insert that you could put into any ball cap, you know, any any regular old baseball hat, and uh, and it made it into a hard hat of sorts. Oh, that's cool, and you wouldn't know about it. So if uh, your exactly. significant other was trying to kill you, uh, you could just turn that's and look at her. A, yeah. What the <laughs> hell are you thinking? <laughs> so coming up on this uh, or actually next week's interview uh, episode 681 and remember every Thursday is a new interview uh, it will be until it isn't 
uh, Molly Mang, Little Cajun House. If you uh, if you're on the TikTok or even in the, on the Instagram, you may have seen some of Molly's uh, cooking and uh, Jeep related items there. Uh, she's got like 1.7 million followers on, on the TikTok, Josh. So. Uh, she's uh, she's doing the right thing, man. Y- y- you're a big foodie too. And have you seen her Jeep, by the way? Oh yeah, I would. I know she's gone to, with, with the like the skulls and the and the bones, and she's got that this Halloween decoration thing going on. On I've seen some of her pics and stuff out there. I mean, mm-hmm. decent Jeep. I mean, that's a hell of a ride she's got well, there. But and her de- got the decoration uh, thing and, going on. Too. And and her uh, her uh, husband has a Gladiator, so they're really a Jeep family. I think he has the uh, the uh, the green. Um, um, not the military green. I forget what it's called. Not forest green. Anyway, the green one. Sarge green. Yeah. Sarge green. Thank you. Uh, he has the Sarge green uh, gladiator, and uh, you see some pictures of that too. But but Josh, you're a few a foodie, so if you if you haven't gone over there and uh, checked uh, Molly out, Little Cajun House on uh, TikTok, you will see lots of food related posts, and she has her whole backyard set up, you know, with the under the awning and stuff, with these really multiple really cool things to cook on. And uh, there's one uh, grill that is this, this huge flat piece of st- steel that heats evenly. You could cook enough food for a, a gang of 20 people. Got a little, got a little tray in there for biscuit cooking. Another little tray in there, a little, uh, yeah, biscuits. A little thing that you can pull out and keep those biscuits warm or other things warm in there. It was really nice. I know it was just insanely expensive. I, she's got a uh, a, uh, a Philly cheesesteak uh, one that I've I've been wanting to. <sighs> dang it i'm going to end up putting on some pounds again from this woman (laughs) so if you don't know about uh little cajun house on uh, tiktok on instagram go check her out and especially before the interview next thursday episode 681 hey guys one more thing actually i don't need anything i just want to make tony process another uh voicemail bye thank you bob (laughs) and as we like to say on the discord server F you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, Bob. That was well played, sir. Well done. <laughs> Good times. I love it. You must have needed this every day. I need it. It's the Deep Talk Show's must-have stuff. Pick of the week for your Jeep. All right, the weather's starting to get a little bit colder, and that may mean for some of you, it's time to pull off the soft top, maybe put on the put back on the hard top, you know that sort of thing. One thing that is all too common of a problem that arises during this all too arduous exercise is stuck Jeep top zippers. The zippers on Jeep tops are one of those things that are well, they're kind of like a Nikki G joke. Everybody groans at the mention of one. <laughs> now, you could reach for the cooking spray or the WD-40, but let's not get radical here. That stuff is just going to get all over the place. You're going to make a bigger mess than, than what you really need, and it it's really aren't the right tools for the job. Now, you could spend around like 15 bucks and get a bottle of like the Mopar-branded Jeep Wrangler soft top zipper cleaner and lube. You know, it's what you're supposed to use, you know, or you could chip in a few bucks more and go for the best top brand zipper cleaner and lubricant all in one. After all, Best Top definitely knows what they're doing when it comes to Jeep tops. Non-toxic formulation that's environmentally safe as well and biodegradable. Hell, you could probably put this in your coffee. Specially form don't do that though. Specially formulated <laughs> to clean and lubricate all types of metal and plastic zippers, so no matter what kind of top you have, it doesn't have to be a Best Top. This is going to work for you. 
snag free operation it's going to give you exactly what you're looking for and for less than 20 bucks for a two ounce bottle you get one of the best rated solutions for fixing tough jeep zippers for the rest of your jeep's life well pretty much i mean this two ounce bottle is going to last for a long time very very cool i need to get some of this stuff uh, we've got uh three best tops here on the the three tjs now what i like about this is that the 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 bottle brush applic it comes with this applicator tip brush type thing that that you don't have to have the zipper already undone you can actually use this the, the bristles on the top of this thing to sort of get in there get in between the, the the meshed pieces of the zipper and get the lubrication into where it needs to go even with the zipper already zipped up and closed already still so you know go through your jeep you know bring it into the garage put it in the sun whatever it takes you know and start cleaning and lubricating your, your your zippers let it sit for a couple few hours maybe even overnight i guarantee you that things just almost going to fall off of the roll cage as you try and unzip it and everything it's just going to come right off get this stuff it'll work with the zippers open or closed clean them and lubricate them all at once and now that you must have one of the world's best rated jeep jeep top zipper cleaners and lubricants say that 10 times fast we're going to make it easy for you. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com. Look for the link in the show notes for episode 678, and we're going to get you all hooked up for the best deal. Oh, and I'm thinking if you've got a significant other that uh, cheated on you, this would make a great gag gift. <laughs> <laughs> it took you a second. I like I that. Mean, sometimes I like, have second. no idea where this stuff comes from, and it's like, really? Dumb. <laughs> Dang it. Uh. Always like the Spanish Inquisition. Always expect the unexpected. Yes. <laughs> Python there for you. Yes. Hey guys, this is George. I've called in uh, a long time ago, but I was listening to episode 674, I think it was, when you guys got into a little debate about dual battery systems and charging. <laughs> and um, I am almost done with my 82 Scrambler rebuild, total frame up. And I'm going to use it for rock crawling. It's been over the Rubicon many nice. times, but some overlanding type stuff. And I am putting in a dual battery system. I'm using two Optima yellow tops in the engine compartment. Uh, but what I'm using is uh, what I think Chuck was alluding to is that the overlanders are using. I'm using a Red Arc BCDC 1225D charger. And it is basically a DC to DC charger. There's some electronics in there. And basically, it will charge both batteries when you're running. I put in a 150 amp alternator. And then when you shut it down, it will isolate the batteries. And everything I have, other than the starter and the winch, are going to be running off the second battery. So when I'm camped, my Dometic refrigerator, stereo, lights, Everything else is running off the second battery, mm -hmm. and it will uh, put a better charge on the second battery than just having them in parallel or with a simple um, solenoid like I used to have. And it'll keep that second battery topped off much better. And then the other benefit is it has a solar, MPPT solar charger. So I'm going to have a plug on the bottom of my Jeep. I can plug in. Uh, some foldable solar panels I'll store in the back so if I'm camped, I can just set that up and it'll keep that second battery charged for me through the solar controller and um, gives you the best of both worlds. So, 
I love that idea because that way you can go with uh, solar power uh, in the, uh, I mean, just you could just do it if you wanted to, but if, if you're in an extreme situation and uh, maybe you can't even make a phone call because your cell phone's dead, at least with the, uh, the solar panel, you can charge that battery and maybe call for help. Yeah, exactly. No, I like, I really, really like that, that solar panel uh, uh, addition there. That That's good stuff. And George, you kind of uh, already addressed one point I was going to mention with the Yellow Top Optimus. Those things are amperage hungry batteries. Actually, my the first uh, first iteration of my dual battery system was using Yellow Top Optimus. Uh, but I think I only had a hundred and... Maybe just over a hundred amp alternator. I'd, I'd since upgraded, and I'm I'm running like a hundred and forty, hundred and fifty amp somewhere around there. I think ninety uh, is the standard uh, XJ. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think there's there's like an eighty six and like a ninety six or something like that. I mean, there's there's a, there's a couple versions. I of think it, the but. the older XJs had the the higher amperage of those two because it was in the nineties. So, uh, but yeah, uh, they, they are definitely amperage hungry batteries. So if you have a, a stock alternator and you're thinking about running a dual battery system with the, with the dry, uh, you know, the gel cell Optimus and stuff like that, chances are you do not have the charging capacity to really do those batteries any justice. Will they charge? Sure. But are you going to be able to get the most out of those batteries? Um, if you were able to feed them the kind of amperage that they really need? Well, probably not. Um, and so the, the more amperage you can put into those things, the better off, uh, with 150 amp alternator you got in there, George, I think you're going to do just fine. Thanks for the call, George. Good stuff. Yeah. Great information. I'm glad that, uh, uh, you know, it's always, I don't know, it, it, I never like hearing people, uh, argue, uh, especially on the show, but I knew it was going to generate some input from people and it's not, uh, people complaining. It's people calling in and, uh, giving, uh, information. And so that's why you went back to the Zoom room and we're taking bets. Okay, I get it now. That's, that's, all right, Jeepers. Hey, don't forget about trying to join in on our Tuesday episodes. You want to get in on some of the fun, like, well, a little bit like what Chuck and I were doing the other day? It's not like that all the time. But every Tuesday, we invite you, the Jeeper, to join us, the hosts, around the world's largest Jeep roundtable. And we record an episode of the Jeep Talk Show live with you, the listener. And the best way you can do that is by signing up for our newsletter. In that newsletter, you're going to get information about how to join in on the fun as we record episodes. You're going to find out about who we're going to be talking to in our interviews. You're going to find out about what we're going to be giving away and when. It's the best option for trying to get in on our giveaways. And it's the inside track to actually getting the best chance to win some of those giveaways. So it's all in a newsletter. It's all the best stuff. It's how to get in on the show, join in on the fun, and win all the good stuff. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now and sign up for the newsletter. Oh, Josh, you just mentioned win some stuff. Don't we have a giveaway that we need to do? Yeah, we do have a giveaway that we need to do. Where the hell did I put that? I Maybe I didn't put that oh, in. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not today. It's Monday. So oh, The giveaway's on Monday. Doing. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry, Jeeper. You're going to have to wait till next week. <laughs> you never know when it's going to show up. Well, Jeeper, looks like this episode of the Jeep Talk Show has come to the end of the trail, but we've got another episode coming up right around the corner. Until then, be sure to use hashtag Jeep Talk Show in all of your social media posts to help promote the show. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Hey, do you remember how Smokey the Bear would say, only you prevent forest fires? 
Well, Jeep Talk Show says the only difference between a Jeep duck and a Jeep dick is you. <laughs> you need boo-boo. Podcasting since 2010.